welcome to the Unstuck Podcast, where we help you free your mind from what's holding you back. Well, welcome to the show today. I'm Amber, and I'm sitting here with my hot husband, Matt. What about it? And this is our third podcast talking about marriage boundaries. We just wanted to share three things that have really helped us. And the last one that we're talking about in this episode is secrets. Um, More importantly, having no secrets. Yeah. Um, Hey, before we get to that, let's remind people, maybe this is the first week that they have heard of Unstuck or maybe their first show that they've been on. Go back to the last two shows. The first time we talked about investment boundaries. Okay. That's very important. Investment boundaries. We talked about date nights, intentional sex. The next one was spousal protection, protecting your spouse, setting up really great boundaries. And today, oh my, this is one of those, I should have like the bomb dropping music. You dropped a bomb on me. You know that song? (laughs) Yes. You just gave us a preview of that. Yeah, I did, girl. But anyway, because this is going to be a bomb of a show today in a good way. It's not going to bomb. It's a bomb. So it's good stuff. A marriage bomb. A marriage bomb. That was actually going to be the original title of our (laughs) one of our shows. Uh, But we can actually do a marriage bomb segment if we want to. But we realized, you know what? We wanted to uh, widen this thing, expand it just beyond marriage and talk about some leadership stuff, uh, some career stuff, parenting things. And so welcome to Unstuck because we're helping you get your mind free from the things that are holding you back. So anyway, babe, take us into this, because this is some rich stuff that you've come up with, and I love uh, the team collaboration that you and I have with these things, and we learned the hard way on this one, didn't we? We did. We've learned a few things the hard way, and this was one of them. Um, probably the the come out of the gate power punch um, phrase that we go back to time after time again with us and with other couples is a statement that a good friend of ours said, and that is there is no intimacy where there is secrecy. No intimacy where there is secrecy. So let's break this down for just a moment because many times when a man hears the word intimacy, he he automatically thinks what? Sex. Sex. And that's just the antithesis of what intimacy really is. Of course, sex is a part of intimacy, but intimacy is this deep connection between uh, two people. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's this deep connection that is shared through communication, through nonverbal, through verbal, through looking at one another, through the way we, our body language is geared towards someone. It is the depth of the conversation when nobody else is listening. Those are the things that make up intimacy. It's how you parent with one another. Um, It's when you go to dinner, how you respect one another when you're ordering. Those are the things that, that are, it's not just respect, but that shows your level of intimacy with your spouse. It's almost like she can pick up statements that I will say and finish them out. Why? Because we're intimate enough with each other, with our lives, that the other person just crosses over into our thoughts. And that's how you know your relationship, your marriage is getting very intimate. And it takes a long, long time to get there. It's one of those things that's learned. Um, It can be taught, of course, but it's definitely uh, something that once you're taught, you have to put it into practice for intimacy to really be developed. And the one that we found that killed intimacy more than anything was secrets. So our secret to our marriage is that there is no secrets, none at all. No way. 
It's not worth it, is it, babe? Not at all. It is not worth it. And honestly, when you're in a relationship and you have that level of connection with a spouse, um, there's a quote that says, the soul has no secret that behavior does not reveal. Y'all need They're to- They're going to pick up on it. Oh, man. No, let's not rush past that. Go okay. back, read it again. Okay. The soul has no secret that behavior does not reveal. Let me give an example. So let's say, and y'all, I'm totally making this example up off the fly. I wish that I had it written down, but I do not because this just, it, it, I finally got it. It hit me. So let's say I'm struggling with flirting with a person at work, okay? And let's say you happen to know that person. The truth is the moment you bring up their name, my body language is going to change based on my emotional connection to that person. Yes. And you might know not might not immediately know what that body language change was, but if that is not stopped, you're eventually going to find out that was the secret right Absolutely. there. Absolutely. So read the quote one more time. That's too good. Yes. So the soul has no secret that the that behavior does not reveal. That behavior will reveal that secret every single Time. Let me give you another example of that. If you have a private pornography addiction, eventually your behavior is going to reveal that. How? Number one, for most men that I counsel in this area, they will say, I don't know why my wife won't have sex like this. That right there is the revelation. There's an expectation for her to live out a secret life that you have concocted in your brain because you have a secret habit. You have a secret addiction. So now... The secret addiction has created a secret life, a secret fantasy that you expect your spouse to live out that she cannot, by the way, because she's not a porn star. That's the deal. Mm -hmm. And you have a secret life. So the secret is being revealed by your behavior. And trust me, she probably knows more than she's letting on, which honestly is her secret. And that is the dangerous part because secrets erode trust. Mm -hmm. Secrets erode trust. They erode love. They erode care. All of it Mm -hmm. is eroded by secrets. So you can either have no secrets or no wife. (laughs) Well, let's say it like this. You can have no secrets or no spouse. Yes, that's true. Yeah, of course, because I'm, thank God. Yeah, I'm, yeah. But yeah, it's just, you can have secrets or you can have no spouse. And I understand, you know, we have those things that we're ashamed of. Shame keeps us in secrets. I totally get that. Brene Brown is phenomenal at talking about shame. Uh, I would encourage you to read and listen to anything on shame that she has. But shame cannot be a lifelong reason to keep secrets. Because you can't complain about a bad marriage with a ton of secrets um, and, you know, just to say, well, it's because I'm full of shame. I I get that. But at some point we have to walk away from the shame or make a decision. Mm -hmm. Even if I'm shameful, even if I feel ashamed of what I've done, of who I am, I've got to reveal those secrets. Now, I'm going to talk to you in a moment about how do you reveal the secrets. That's the key. Do you have some thoughts before I get into that? You can go ahead and get into that. I was just going to hit a few practical ways to put that in shoe leather. Absolutely. Do you want me to go ahead now? No, I'll go ahead. Let me give you this example. So let me say this. If you have a secret affair going on in your life, whether it's uh, a person at work, whether it's somebody in your church, whether it's somebody, just a friend, maybe an old high school friend that you have... uh, struck a conversation up on Facebook. By the way, an affair is not just a physical happening. An affair is an emotional connection uh, that 
that really creates feelings of lust and desire that are not for your spouse, okay? That's where an affair really begins. It begins well before you end up in the bed with someone else. So here's the deal. Uh, at that moment, at that moment, if you're going to reveal, hey, this is what's going on in my life, based on where your marriage is at, you may want to invite a third party in to be a part of that conversation, a pastor, a counselor, a trusted friend. Again, not a friend that's going to pick sides because at that moment you need a friend that's going to pick the side of marriage, not the side of the spouse or the husband or the wife rather. So if you're going to share these secrets, make sure you have someone in the room to help you walk through that. Don't be stupid and skyride it. Don't be stupid and skyride it. Don't send a text and say, hey, I've been looking at porn for six months. There's no intimacy in that conversation. You're just breaking the other person's heart. So make sure that there's someone there to walk you through that. And if you're going to talk about those things without a third party, make sure you do it properly. And we can help you, you know, with another podcast. That's a whole other podcast on how to communicate pain, how to communicate trauma to the to your significant other. But nonetheless, I just want to, I guess, in some ways, give you a word of warning and uh, to make sure that you reveal those secrets properly in, in a right heart, in a right mind. Secrets cannot be attached to blame. So if I have a secret, I can't say I need to share this with you. Uh, you're the reason this happened. Because the truth is, as adults, we make our own decisions. We make the decision to keep a secret. We make the decision to create a secret. So just a couple of thoughts there about that. So babe, give us some practicality um, on how we don't keep secrets. Just share our life. You know, this yeah, is what so we do. A few just practical things that we do. We know each other's passwords. We pick up each other's phones, not necessarily to read emails and text messages. We just have that open communication. It's not a big deal if Matt's phone is there and I need to look at something on our shared calendar. I just pick it up and I open yeah. up the Outlook yeah. app and I look. There's no, why are you on my phone? There's there's no. none of that. Um, we share an Evernote that has passwords in it to, to different platforms and apps that we use. And that's just another way. And like I said, we don't go in and, and read messages really, but it is there if we wanted to. Absolutely. And if I wanted to go read Facebook messages, text messages, or if I was looking for an email about where we paid a bill, whatever it is I'm doing, we have the openness that I can do that or he can do that. And the other person is not going to be offended by not that. Not at all. So. And, and you know, the truth is a couple of things here. If your partner, your spouse, your significant other responds to you negatively about that, don't assume they're doing anything bad. No. It could just be a control thing for their life. So don't don't assume because we're saying don't have passwords. If you go, hey, I need to be able to get in your phone right now, girl. And she goes, you're not touching my phone. It doesn't mean she's doing anything bad. So we don't want to paint that picture. Not at all. At the same time, if they're adamant about you never being in their life like that, you might want to have a conversation about, hey, I feel like that I can't trust you over this. This is becoming an issue of trust for my life with us. Do I have to worry about anything? And yes. you've got to be open to that conversation because there could be a secret there. But don't invent a secret that does not exist. I want to say that again. Don't invent a secret that does not exist just because someone doesn't want you looking at their phone. I mean, when I was a kid, man, you did not look in a female's purse. Like, it's just what you did. Now it's no big deal for me to go grab my wife's purse, dig around in it to find what I'm looking for, whether it's a mint, 
whether it's my car key that I have lost, but she's picked it up to save me from actually losing it, (laughs) whether it's the debit card that I need, whatever. When I was a kid, you didn't do that. That was taboo. You didn't do that. That was a sacred place. So some people carry that old school thinking of this is sacred stuff here. And my phone is almost like my purse. It's this, Mm -hmm. I don't have a purse. Well, I guess I probably do. Nellie thinks I do have a purse. It's a backpack, but nonetheless, I'm not going to get into that today. Uh, But the point is, don't assume secrets are there just because someone's protective of their property. Okay. So we're not trying to, we don't want you to create something that's not there, but be aware that if there is something there, uh, you might want to address that because secrets, again, they kill intimacy um, and it will destroy, man, such a level of trust and care that you have. Yeah. So we share passwords. We um, we don't do the, hey, I have to tell you something, but you can't tell Matt or you can't tell Amber. Right. We don't do that. We don't do that. Um, there's one more thing that we're really good about. You are more, more you do this more often, but you'll, the, the whole, Hey, I need to tell you something, sure. whether it was a thought that you want to share. And that does two things. So that shares it with me and it gets it out in the open. So it's building trust with me, but it's also, I would imagine in some way, lessening the struggle with you because when it's in the light, you're not dealing with shame. You're Absolutely. not, and it can be something simple. Well, let me give them an example. Yeah. So here's the deal. Uh, my, my entire life has been uh, riddled with very bad dreams. Okay. And I'm just going to be, again, this is, this show is not about uh, cutting corners here with our life and our stories. So I'll just tell you, there are times that I have dreams that are, are sexually bad, they're very bad sexually. And it always happens generally when I'm traveling uh, and if I have to stay in a hotel uh, and I'm by myself, that night I'll have a dream. But here's what I'll tell you. The moment I have those dreams or even those thoughts that I'm struggling with, because again, I'm just a man just like anybody else. And to think that women don't think this way too or struggle with this stuff is absolutely ridiculous. They do. But again, we keep it secret. We keep it bottled up out of shame. So here's what I've done. I have made it my mission that when I have a dream, when I have a thought, number one, I say to myself, Matt, your dreams are not who you are. That's the first thing. Your negative thoughts are not who you are. Yes, they're originating from somewhere, but that does not define me. Secondly, if I will confess them, if I will say these things to my wife or to a friend, generally going to be my wife because she is my best friend, then what happens is she says what was in darkness in my mind, I bring it to light. Now it loses its power over my life. So again, take those things out of darkness. That's secret. That's what we mean by secrets. Bring them to light. If you're a person of faith, take those things to Jesus. Okay. If you're whatever faith you are, for that matter, we, we are people who ascribe to the Christian faith. Uh, in fact, we pastor a church. So that's definitely going to be uh, something that's a part of our life and our language. Uh, so I bring those things to Christ Jesus or, uh, you know what? It's amazing to me, the power of confession to another mm-hmm. person, particularly my wife. So I, I don't want to go too far on a, a rabbit trail there yeah. with that, but I wanted to share with them the reality of what we're talking about. Is it's a great I, example. I do confess that stuff to you. And the more I confess, the freer I get. It's mm-hmm. the wildest thing, but it's, 
Again, it's very biblical mm-hmm. of how a confession works. So when we're talking about secrets, guys, these are some of the boundaries you have to have in your life if your marriage is going to not just survive, but thrive. And that is the, that is the key here. But I would say this is true in every relationship, not just marriage. But again, we're talking about marriage with this, uh, with these first few podcasts. So let me to recap over the last uh, of the last couple of shows in case you've missed those. Number one, we talked about investment boundaries, date nights. You can go to show number one. It literally was show number one. That's so neat to say, right? And then in that show, we talked about date nights. We talked about intentional sex. There's even some funny stuff in there because there's no way to talk about sex and not make jokes, right? <laughs> Secondly, we talked about spousal protection. What does that mean? It means that we talked about how do we protect our spouse from outside intruders, people speaking negatively about our spouse, our significant other uh, to us, and it erodes the trust or even even the view that we have of our significant significant other. And then lastly, of course, today's show on no secrets. Again, we're going to recap real quick on the no secrets. There is no intimacy where there is secrecy. Babe, share the statement that you have as well, because it's so good. Yes, the soul has no secret that behavior does not reveal. So those are the things we wanted to share with you guys today about secrets. Those things are going to be life-changing if you can put this into place. So for show number three, man and man, that's, that's a little fast, isn't it? That's a wrap. Thank you for joining us today. If you have enjoyed today's podcast, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes and share this show on your socials. We look forward to being with you again next week. 